This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location, you can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. Did you have this song uh, blasting in your car? Yeah, this was this back was, in the in your teenage years. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, when this song came out, it was definitely it was definitely popping. Ellie was on the run, man. He was doing numbers. He was definitely doing numbers. But this specifically, this song had everybody in the mall going crazy. Sure, he got busted not too long ago. What? Here. Oh yeah, I remember that. He came he came into something with a girl or something like that in a in a hotel room or something. Like a young girl. Underage, yeah. He's our Kelly to Yeah, I guess I guess she was in the club or something like that. A twenty one and up club. Yeah. yeah. And then she ended up going on the bus or something. Yeah. This is an Auburn. Yep. Like dude. It's like come on. Auburn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is your standard like? I know that happened to Akon many, many years ago. Did it? Yes, yes. Everyone loves Akon now. Oh yeah, he's he's a a huge spokesman for for Africa. He's he's doing a great job. And he's uh, not only that, but he's putting his money where his uh, in his land. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like didn't the, he like give uh, like did a bunch of water projects and yeah. And he's creating like a crypto city, basically. Mm. Right, where it's like everything's electric. Yeah, he he's not in the he's not in the media as much as he should be. No, not at all. They don't give him a, well either that or he's not super public about it. Oh, he's public about it, but he it's just not going to, you know, the narrator of 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 the story that's being told is not going to choose that story. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so. not uh, salacious. Right. It's yeah. positive. How about that? Right. It is. It's really positive, and it should be. <laughs> No it one should be blasted, but no one cares about positive. No, nah, not at all. That's uh, quite unfortunate. Yes, it is. Well, okay. This is my not being prepared 
If you stay ready, you never got to get ready. There, there we go. go. Hold on. Let's pretend that. There we go. Hello, <laughs> everybody, and welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Uh, it's getting towards the end of the year, and uh, this is going to be one of my best shows because, as everyone knows, and I've talked about my sneaker obsession right. on, my, on, on the show before, I have a huge sneaker obsession, and today I get to talk to introduce yourself. Well, my name is Paris Johnson, and I am the owner of Soulmates. It is a resale store located in Capitol Hill, right on top of um, the QFC that's located on the corner of Pike and Broadway. Um, so you own a sneaker shop. Yes, yes. That is the coolest thing. Yeah, it is. It and is pretty awesome. I, I love it. Um, like I said, I've, I, I have a sneaker obsession. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's, it's a controlled obsession, though. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a, I don't have every shoe. I don't collect right. every shoes, although we were just listening to Air Force Ones. Mm-hmm. I don't think I own one pair of Air Force Ones. See, for me, I owned, you had to buy two pair. And that's the <laughs> thing. When he came out, give me two pair. It was because they were all white, right? And after you wear them one time, they're going to get dirty. Yeah. You're right. And then on top of that, if you clean them, you know what I'm saying? Back in those days, we didn't really have, you know, un- any understanding for once you clean an Air Force One, it mm-hmm. kind of starts yellowing, like oh. uh, the laces or the stitching within it. Yeah. Right. Especially if you start using bleach or anything like that to try to scrub certain things, but yeah. there's stitching in the sole around the sole. Yeah. That starts to yellow. So you might be able to get a, maybe one or two wears out of it. So, Bleach but, would actually discolor the shoe? Yes. So it'll go mm. from pure white to off-white. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, That defies the purpose, I guess, of using bleach. Yes. So, yes. yeah, you need multiple pair because you got to keep them. Yes. Got to keep them nice and crispy white. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, I don't think I own one pair. All of my shoes are Jordans. Mm-hmm. The only exceptions are I have uh, a uh, uh, up-tempo Okay. And one pair of Adidas. Okay. And other than that, they're all Jordans. But if I were to be totally into, like, get everything that I want, I, I mean, I would have hundreds. See, I would have it. hundreds and hundreds of pairs. Right, right. See, <laughs> so then you'd be like me. See, you're what we call a functioning addict. <laughs> a functioning <laughs> This is some few terms that we're going to lace you with today, okay? A functioning addict who... Uh, it hasn't been kicked out of his house yet by his right. significant other. <laughs> he hasn't traded in his <laughs> possessions for, <laughs> he hasn't traded in his necessities for unnecessities. Exactly. Well, yes. yeah. And it's, I, I think it's, uh, it wasn't for a lack of trying. I think it was mostly, I was told from the get go, okay, you have to keep this under control. <laughs> right. right. So I was warned and I'm, I, I, I don't fight every battle. And right. that's a battle that I don't fight. Well, Paris, so you own, Soulmates. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you? How long has the shop been uh, on Capitol Hill? Uh, we've been there for a little over a year. We had our one year anniversary on nice. September fourteenth of this year, two thousand nineteen. Um, we opened September fourteenth, two thousand eighteen. So yeah, we've been there for a little over a year, um, and, and it's doing pretty good. You know, we do, uh, we do, we do pretty well. 
Um, There's lots of sneakerheads in Seattle. There is. There There is is a lot. There is. And for some reason, Seattle doesn't really get much love when it comes to culture, when it comes to when it comes to fashion. But we have some of the best to ever do it when it comes to music. You know, we got the Narvanas, we got Jimmy. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got a core. I mean, you know, Macklemore, he he's here, he's definitely making a presence. But there's there's a a whole nother side. that's really not being told. Right. I mean, no, there's definitely room for more. So that's kind of why I, I, I like doing the show, because I really want to highlight those uh, those Seattle, those Seattle uh, positive, uh, you know, things that are going on. Right. So I have a couple friends that are a few friends that are musicians. So we've talked about their stuff and just drawing more attention to mm-hmm. to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but a year, a year on Capitol Hill. Uh, the shop is awesome. You have hundreds and hundreds of pairs uh, in in inventory, mm-hmm. and they're all they're all amazing. Right. So, right. Well, where did this start? Where did your did you always have a a love for sneakers, or was it is it more sneaker? Is it overall fashion? Is it a hobby that turned into a job? Right. What uh where where did you come from on this? Well, originally when I was a child, right, I um. I used to get, like, allowance and different things like that. Me and my two siblings, my sisters, we used to get... We always used to get allowance. My sisters would run off as soon as they got their allowance and go <laughs> spend it at the corner store, right? Yeah. So me, I used to save my allowance, right? Yeah. And then at the at the beginning of the school year, when when we went, like, shopping or, or whatever, um, I would take the money that I've saved up, and I would buy an extra pair of shoes. I'd buy an extra outfit, an extra hat. I wanted something more tangible that I can that that I can use over and over again, and so I wouldn't say it started there, but just the 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 idea of saving and having something that is more valuable than yeah. just eating it and it being gone. Right. right. You wanted to see the value in what in, yeah. in how you spent your money. Right. And so as I got older, I did different things. Like um, I think the entrepreneurship came from just wanting to to do something, not wanting to um, necessarily. Um, be out of work if it gets slow or yeah. I just wanted to be in control. You wanted, I wanted right. to be in control. You wanted so, to control your destiny. Right. And so I, I had like my, um, I had my wife who back in the day I just had a crush on. I had like her uncle give me a lawnmower and drop me off in like Kent Des Moines and don't pick me up to nightfall and just oh, went around <laughs> cutting lawns. You know what I mean? You don't hear, th- I mean the... <sighs> I don't think kids nowadays know what that's like at all. Yeah, I know, right? I, I, I know. At because all. This, this social media um, life is like, man, like crack in the 80s. I man. don't even it's think just, they know how to just... start a lawnmower. <laughs> I used to, I would mow lawns too. But when I was really little, like 10, right. I would, there was a groceries, there was a like a, the equivalent of a QFC a okay. few blocks okay. from my house. Right. I would walk over. It was a jewel Osco. I mm-hmm. would walk to this jewel grocery store mm-hmm. and then just stand outside and then help the old ladies take yep. their groceries to their car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they would only give me like a dollar each. But a dollar you know, back then is like, you know, it's, it's like I could buy tons of candy with that. Right. So I would be there for a bit and then come out with like 10 bucks. Right. And I was set. Right. It's like I had enough. Uh, candy money for right. for a while, and all I had to do was help these old ladies right. carry their groceries to their car. So the the and then the the mowing of the lawn, I did that too. Mm-hmm. And then, well, growing up in Chicago, it was mm-hmm. uh, shoveling snow. Right, that's yeah, the weather down there is heavy. When it snows, it is a blizzard. I would rather mow lawns than shovel snow because 
because it's uh that's that's super tough i'm telling you so you would uh you would hang on to this money try to get something real good and do like what were what types of things would you get with, like um, let's say you saved up this nice chunk and you're like okay i'm gonna get some something special what would that some special be um well um when i was younger I would say I started off like different, just different things. Whatever was in at the time, I would kind of try to understand the market of it. Like okay. there was Pogs, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that was in for a while. So different cards, different Pogs. Um, um, uh, fashion. I was always into fashion. I was always into like different little uh, Fubu or or Fat Farm was in for a moment or. Uh, these Everex coats and, and just different type of Pele Pele's. Yeah. You know, so I, I would always try to get something different. I always wanted to be, you know, I didn't want to be like everybody else. Yeah. I didn't want to have the same thing that everybody else did. Or if I did have what you had, I wore it better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I made it look better. So Paired it, was, it with other things. Yeah, yeah. Like making yeah. an overall statement other than just wearing the thing. Right. And so I would say, just as growing up as a child, just... You know, my mom being in a fashion, my grandma being in a fashion, she used to design. Like, I remember I was a child. My grandma made us, ha uh, like, Halloween costumes out of scratch. Like, she literally, nice. she made me a Ninja Turtle, and it was <laughs> the best one. Like, we got so many compliments off this. Very cool. And so she was really, really into fashion. So she, like, so she was a yes. seamstress and yep. dressmaker. Right. Yep. So she, she did all that, and she used to always say, I never want to see myself coming. And so what she meant by that is I don't want to see... I don't want to wear the same dress somebody else was wearing gotcha. as they're approaching. Like a mirror. Me. Yeah, I don't want to see myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she would always do things different. So that kind of stuck with me. And gotcha. So I think the combination of um, of just saving, um, obtaining, or you know, aspirations and fashion just kind of came to a point where eventually I started collecting shoes. Yeah. When I was like maybe 1999, 2000, you know, I would go to the malls, go to stores. And I built up a, a name for, you know, purchasing every shoe. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes okay. it would give me two pairs. You had to have two pairs sometimes. Yeah. Run the rock and one a stock. And so um, eventually I got to the point where I started getting the shoes shipped to me. You know, they started. I started getting shipped to my front door. So I really, I stopped going to the malls and I stopped going to the Foot Lockers and the, you know, all the different stores. We used yeah. to have an Adidas store downtown Seattle. People don't know about that, but it's gone now. But okay. There, it used to be a Adidas store downtown Seattle. So, um, right. You know, we used to go down there and you know buy some stuff, whatever it may be. But so, who would send them to you? Um, I. It was a lady named. I believe her name was Sue Freeman. If I'm not mistaken, she had like the biggest Nike contract. Oh, and like, okay. So you had a connection to the, to the buyer. Right. I had a connection to the buyer and she had, I mean, like this was before you knew what a tier one, a tier zero yeah. this was before you knew any of that stuff. So we used to get laser fours, blacks, I mean, everything. Yeah. You know, and so, so I don't they know. So you would get them, and then, uh, this is before, the, obviously, this is, you said this is about 2000? Yeah, so this, so I started collecting, like, around 1999, 2000. By the time I met her um, through a friend, it was probably closer to, like, 2006 to 2010 range. Yeah. Of when I met her. 
started getting these shoes, and then we we lost contact. Okay. So it was, it was a few years where I had a good range of I, I I mean I was just getting everything. Yeah. And so so, but, so this is still just for your own collection. Yes. This okay. Is, this is just for me. You weren't reselling even, at this point. No, I was not reselling. <laughs> but how big was your collection at that point? Do you remember? Man, before before I opened a store, I had a man. I had a wall. So we used to have to buy it or not buy but like if we were renting a house right we would have to rent um an extra room <laughs> right just for my shoes yeah and for my clothes <laughs> and so i used to have shoes in in the garage shoes in the downstairs in the den my man cave and then i would have racks of clothes in a room and then you know my wife she had a walk-in closet like it was nice but i had rooms and, and <laughs> sections in the house so i when i moved just of my personal shoes alone I, when I moved into Soulmates, it probably was about maybe just 750 to like wow. 800 pair of shoes that were my size. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't start buying multiple other sizes, right, until I had my mindset on, okay, I'm going to start. I'm I'm aspiring to be a reseller. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And so which you was, had... So you would, you would be at home, and then you would just see hundreds of boxes of shoes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, did you get some pressure of saying, hey, uh, you have to do, you have to do, obviously you can't wear all of these. Right. Right. You know, the it'll take you years to mm-hmm. get through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get some encouragement from your wife saying this is a business? You should turn this into a business or did you come that on your own? Well, I would say that I started. Um, she didn't necessarily understand the shoe market and the value of the shoes, although yeah. she would buy me shoes. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, I mean, the only resale store that you could really buy from that you knew was authentic was Flight Club. Yeah. It wasn't it's not like it is now. Right. You know, so there's times where she went on Flight Club and bought me shoes because she knew I was in the shoes. And so well, that's she, cool. she understand that things go up, but she didn't really understand or have a concept yeah. of the market. Right. Right. And so. They're sneakers. You're supposed to wear them until they right, right. <laughs> until they uh, right. fall apart. What's the point of me? What's the point of you or anybody buying shoes? Exactly. If you're not wearing the ones you bought years ago. If uh, if the the this is the cliche. If I had a buck for every time someone told me, <laughs> yo, I could buy more shoes. <laughs> but but I mean, but think about that on the flip side. Think about this on the flip side. So a lot of things that people people used to make fun of me or people would make fun of people playing video games or people would say, oh, you're wasting your life. Your parents would always say, uh, yeah. don't sit, sit there and play video games. There's a guy called Ninja, right, who sits around getting paid millions of millions. dollars for playing a video game. For playing a dopey video game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and he's uh, he's there are a, a lot there are a lot of these esports. So I'm into F1, uh-huh. and there's a whole esports F1. It's like a league. Div- it's a league. Yeah, and they have huge events, and these guys uh, set up their own groups, and right. then they get sponsored by companies. There's a million. These are million dollar contracts that yes. these that these kids are yes. are uh, are getting. And it's for playing it's video been, games. And people really tune in and watch this guy play video games uh, all yeah. day. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'll admit I may have – I don't watch it all because it is a little bit boring, but mm-hmm. I've put in a few hours of right. watching these dudes play video right, games. Right, right, <laughs> right. For sure. No, you're abs- – yeah, absolutely right. So you have uh, – She, your wife, you know, she wanted you to wear them, obviously. And, mm-hmm. and then, uh, like, what was that point where you're like, okay, let's uh, let's turn this into – well, you know, even after talking to her, even sometimes when she wouldn't realize, 
she never uh, would condemn or or down talk it or downplay mm-hmm. it or anything. She, you know, Supportive. it was always yeah, it was it was always speaking to the positive yeah within you instead That's an of awesome wife right thing right. to do. It, it is, and so eventually I got to the point where I started pursuing other things i like shoes wasn't even on my mind i went to school for construction mm-hmm. you know i got a business degree i had a uh uh me and my friend uh i believe his name is omar right um we went to written tech right and so we had a a business incubator right there was like a business incubator where you have to go in and you have to come with a, um, a idea for a business and then you have to basically uh you know just come come with yeah. a plan and right. then actually do it. <clears throat> Got right? it. And so we did a resale store. And I, I believe it was called like Retro Unlimited or something like mm-hmm. that. And so, you know, got a good grade on it. I brought in shoes, presented. Like I opened up the floor, uh, turn, had tables setting out and just started doing like these, you know, I just had the whole table displayed with nothing but shoes. And people yeah. were just like, whoa. And just like, oh my goodness, look at this and all that. And so people were just amazed. And so... At that point, I kind of was like, hmm, you know, I wonder if I was like, nah. Like, could this turn into something better? Right. Or bigger, I guess right. you, could, you could say. Right. Where and did you do this? So it was a, pop, it was a pop-up, right? So, so Somewhat. Sort of like yet. a pop-up? Yeah, it was sort of like a pop-up. This is when I was in school. So this was like in 2014. Mm-hmm. 2013 to 2015 is where I went to school and graduated. I uh, got my business degree, um, AAS in business. And also, I think it was like an entrepreneurship certificate as well. Um, so it wasn't necessarily a pop-up, but it was like a, uh, it was like a display of, of the business that I aspired okay, to Okay, so it was like a mock-up, I guess right, you could say. Right, Did you, you act, say was anything for sale during this event? Um, no, but I did, I did end up selling something, meeting somebody there. Okay. So I didn't necessarily sell them there specifically. Gotcha. But, but uh, it was like somebody, so you were, saw, wow, he, it was like a, sale. A, a business trade, um, like a science show, but Almost, for for, yes, yes, for business. Yes, okay, yeah, that would have so, been that would have been fun to work on. I like doing those types of projects for yes. for these things. The uh, <laughs> my when when my wife hears this, she's gonna laugh. Uh, when when I was in school uh, and I was taking my marketing class, they asked us to do something similar. Right, right. you know, do up a make up a a fake company that sold a product. And then do a marketing plan and a business plan. Mm-hmm. And my product was a refrigerator mm. that had glass doors okay. and that had barcode readers so it knew what products went into the oh, refrigerator wow. and what yeah. products came out. Right. And, and let me explain. When I tell no, you what year this is, it's going to blow your mind. Anything, right? It'll t- Yeah, it told you all of that. And in my product... You could set up in software, you could set up a shopping list. And if the product gets checked out but doesn't get checked back in, Mm -hmm. it'll add it to your shopping list. Wow. And update you on your phone and all that type of stuff, right? Well, but no. So this was in this way, I made this product Mm -hmm. about 17 years ago. Wow. Man, like listen, there was we'd no, probably be talking to the, the owner of Amazon right here. There was no I, there was no Amazon, that. right? Right. There was no there was no uh, there was really I mean there was eBay. Yeah, yeah. There but was, there was really no like, no online shopping. Kind of, right. And my my refrigerator had this system but like the the uh the 
the professor said, but where are you going to be ordering this from? Mm-hmm. I was like, on the internet. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, right. just the internet. <laughs> right. And then it's like, because I could see how cool the internet was because of, uh, I took a lot of classes online or like super early on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you could do this mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. then it can, it's going to do a, a, you know, a million times more. So, I mean, the, the then the the funny thing here is that obviously there's refrigerators now that do that pretty yes, much. Yes. And every time we see a commercial or every time my wife and I are at Lowe's or Home Depot and we see one of those refrigerators, I just think, I bet you my marketing professor took my idea. And <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy? I've had those I've had those moments too where <laughs> where I would see something and I'm like, "Oh man, this should be like for instance, I was in Columbia City, right? Coming from I think at the time it was like Jones Barbecue or something." Yeah. Right? And so I'm leaving there, I'm walking to my car and there was a vacant space. And I I was sitting here at this time, I, I was I was I was standing there. I was like, "Oh man, this would be like a really good spot for like a bar or like some sort of you know what I'm saying, like some sort of, I don't know, some sort of bar, you yeah. know, sports bar or whatever it may be. And now that space is, is a bar <laughs> and it's called Rookies. Okay. Right. And they're doing, it looks like they're doing well whenever I go buy another restaurant to eat. Oh, yeah. Else. So, you know, I, I've had, I, and that's just one of them. I've had multiple <laughs> times where I've been like, oh, man, this should be this. And then, then like, next thing you know, it's actually that and it's doing very well. Right. You know. So. so then you get a little bit upset at yourself for not, yes. I mean, because oh, if you if there's enough of those, though, what it should do is uh, give you confidence to say, hey, you actually you've got some good ideas going. Yes. And then eventually you'll you'll get another one of these ideas and you'll say, I'm going to I'm going to pull the trigger and mm-hmm. get this done and then see what happens. Right. So, I mean, that's sort of where you're at with soulmates, where it's it's you well, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth now that you saw that there was a need. Yeah, there was a a, a, a need for your type of shop yeah. here in Seattle because there really aren't that many. Yeah, there's really not like there's like I can only think of three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you you, you probably know the recess. Yeah, um, the one in the U district, which I don't know what the name of it is. Mm-hmm. And then yours. Right. Um, so the for resale mm-hmm. and then uh, even for even for new for retail, there's bait, but right. I don't think they get a lot of inventory. Right, right. So they, I mean, I've waited in line for hours at bait right. for them to sell out before the line is even, even cl- like yeah. make a dent in it. Right. And then there's likelihood, but they don't do, they right. don't have very many either. Right. Like they most, I think likelihood does way more with uh, like Yeezys, it seems. Yeah, yeah, like they, yeah, I don't think yeah. they really carry a whole lot of new Jordans that come out. Right. Or they'll do, but not not as much. At mm-hmm. least not that I've seen. I I could be wrong. <clears throat> and then, uh, like you're, I mean, it's super hard to get anything good at the traditional places like Foot Locker and Champs. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Although, I did the uh, the first was it about three years ago mm-hmm. for the Space Jam release. Oh yeah, the 2016 release. They, I did call. Um, what was the one in Bellevue Square? There's a is there a Urbanity? foot action? No, it's a regular place like Foot okay. Locker. Okay, so Champs, so, yeah, maybe Champs. Foot Locker. Champs. I called them and they actually had one pair left, left. and this was like in the evening, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, we have one." Someone told us to hold it for a few minutes, but they never came back. 
So I'm like, please hold it. Mm-hmm. And like I gave them all of my information and they held it and then I went and got it. Mm-hmm. And I was super surprised that I was wow, able to get it because you can't you yeah, can't get those. Oh, do you remember the oh this has to this has to this had to have been over 10 years ago, maybe 13 years ago, mm-hmm. when the the elevens um, mm-hmm. came out and there was that mob riot at South Center. Oh yeah, yeah. I was in the middle of that. Was you, <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> wow. I got there. I got to South Center at about seven in hey. the afternoon because they were doing a midnight release. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. They they were doing a midnight release. I got there at about seven, mm-hmm. and I was per- there was still there was a whole lot of people there already, but I was sort of close. Mm-hmm. But man, as soon as midnight came. People just went crazy, yep. and people falling down and being trampled. trampled and I'm like, yeah. I'm out. It's like I don't. Yeah, it's not that serious. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like okay, I'm okay paying a hundred bucks more, but right. not having a bone broken mm-hmm. or being knocked unconscious. Right. And I, that's what I did. I just got them later. Right. But that was uh, that was one of the more uh, crazy things yeah. that I've yeah. done to to get some dopey shoes. Uh, so when you started Soulmates. Uh, like, did you have a location in mind? Did you envision what the place would look like? No, not really. Um, I had, you know, I had my business plan. I had, you know, finances, everything in order. So I I really had several different locations that were willing to open the doors to me. Um, Leakin Square, Bellevue Square, South Center, The Landing, and then Capitol Hill. Mm. So... I had a location at every single one of those places I named. And so, you know, just looking and really praying, praying over it and and just, you know, trying to make sure I'm making the right decision. That's a lot of, uh, each of those places are very different. Yes, it is. It is. It's like a whole different, uh, you know, customer base that's around there. Although, for... For this industry, I think that um, people would travel. Yeah, like for it's sure. it's not like you for would sure. only re- you know you yeah, would only rely sure. on people within uh, like yeah. a mile. Yeah, because I mean, people in the sne- in the sneaker community, if if you can't get them here, then they'll go to the other one. If you can't get them there, they'll go to yeah. people will literally <clears throat> go to every single store looking for a yeah. specific size. Right. You know, so it's it's definitely possible. But yeah, I, I was I was really. You know, I was actually in church when I really, really got the answer, and and I was, you know, <laughs> I was, I was standing there. We were praying. It was like at the altar. Everybody's praying. Uh, we're holding hands, and so my pastor, he's standing there. He's in the pulpit. He's praying while we're all holding hands, and and he he said, he said, uh, you're, he said somebody somebody needs to hear this. You're not going to be where you want to be. You're going to be where you need to be. Yeah. And and I knew, I I knew in my heart that that was going to be it was going to be in Capitol Hill. Gotcha. Because that's where I needed to be. That's where my community is. That's this is where I'm from. This is where everybody knows me at. Right. And and everybody needs to see this. Everybody needs to be a part of this story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's not too many. Like I remember li- growing up like ten blocks down the street on 20th and Union. I, I was raised on 20th and Union. Um. So. You know, it was the whole gentrification process, you know, community changed, everything changed about it, moving out of the city, um, to be able to come back to the city to do business. Right. Um, is is 
it's, an important it speaks, part to you. Yeah, it speaks volumes to to what you can achieve. Yeah, you know, and so that's where I needed to be, and I knew in my heart that that's that's what he was talking to me, and that and that's the location that I that's was awesome. meant to be there. And then, um, you know, just on top of that, business. You know, if somebody wants to do business with you and they're and they're smiling in your face and shaking your hand, oh yeah, we'd love to have you and 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 this and that, and and then they give you a contract that states otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> then then it's like yeah, you definitely don't. They don't make it. Yeah. Right. They just want to seem um, cooperative, but exactly so much red tape and yes restrictions. Yes. Yeah, so much limitations. Yeah. And so much. So many things that they're trying to prevent you from doing then it's like oh yeah you guys are trying to get me to fail so yeah it's like all right cool well that that's that was the answer right you know and so so you got you set up shop on harvard on capitol hill and one of the really cool things about your shop is the floor mm -hmm. tell me about the floor yeah so on the floor um i had a, a guy named marcus on instagram his name is cuss the artist like c-u-s T-H-E, and, you know, artist. So he is really good. He does, yeah. he does like, um, customs, like, for, you know, NFL players. I mean, he's he's probably top tier. So like he, uh, so athletes can give give him shoes, and then he... Athletes do give him shoes all the time. Do they, for painting or for... If, anything. For he, anything? He could unstitch it, restitch it. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think, he's didn't not, we talk that you can turn... A regular pair of sneaker into a football cleat. Yeah. So that's what is that is that what he could do all that. Is that what he does? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's 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 good at all that. He makes patches. I mean, he's like a one stop shop. He knows how oh, to okay. do everything. But he ended up moving to Vegas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now he you know he does things for the Raiders <laughs> and different things like that. But he had a lot of he had a that's lot of cool. Seahawks players. He had a lot of athletes up here nice. that would reach out to him and just make like yo I need you to make this I need you to make that and they would do it so very cool yeah so yeah. he did he did your floor uh, like in, did you just give him carte blanche to do what he wanted or did you have a, a, a no i had an a idea vision. in mind i definitely had a vision so i told him that i wanted um a map of the city on the floor mm -hmm. so i can be able to give uh, like tourists directions to places that they want oh practical and awesome at the same time yes that is cool. Yeah, yeah. That is super cool. So it has, uh, the floor has the map, but it also has like uh, landmarks, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yes. And, yeah, and that kind of, that kind of, that kind of came from me and him collaborating, going yeah. over, going over ideas, talking back and forth. Um, Cause it's just something to talk about. A lot of times when you, like w whenever I'm out of town, I, I travel the world a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Where I used to more so now than I do now that I have a business and I don't have as much time. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I would always go to a resale store. If there's a re, if there is a resale store in the city I'm in, I gotta go. Yeah. You know, and it, and it, no matter where, from Japan to France um, to Jamaica to wherever I was at. Yeah. You know, I'm always trying to find a resale store, right. and I would always buy something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Hawaii. I mean, you know, just you, you name it. I'm I'm going. I'm trying to I'm trying to go there. So right. I would always experience things, you know. I, I would get like um, sometimes you you walk in and you can see um, a mother with her son, who and he's really into the shoes, he's really into the culture, he's really into everything. But then when they get there, 
you know, it might be the environment. Maybe maybe the type of music that's playing <laughs> is just cussing and yeah. all this type of stuff. And you can see it on her face that right. she's not really comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But her son, he he doesn't even hear the music. It he, doesn't all matter. He, right. He all just he, sees all he sees is, yeah, all he sees is <laughs> shoes, you know? And so just experiencing things like customer service, um, um, you know, just different things. And being able to um, create an atmosphere where you're not going to get that at yeah. Soulmates. You know, you're going to. I get... don't understand why some businesses do play music with explicit lyrics in it. Right, right. I don't, and and, it's and kind I get of it. Weird. I, I get it. The, you know, the culture, the culture of of hip hop, if you will, um, is is hand in hand with with fashion. Yeah. You know, but I mean, there's, I mean, today, if you even do a, a so called clean version, it's still going it's to done. have drugs and alcohol it in does. it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You're, or you're not going to hear a third you know, of the song. <laughs> right, right, and so, uh, so it's like, yeah, you can't even really play a clean version of music these days. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Right. Um, so you have, uh, so you were at church. It's like Capitol Hill is mm-hmm. the place to go, and you had already seen that location, right? So mm-hmm. you you knew that you were going to go ahead and go with that. Mm-hmm. When how, how was the you know the moving process? Like, the, did you get friends to come over and help you move the inventory over? Mm-hmm. Like how cool it was it to see like a, an empty room, you know, an empty shop, and then just slowly start building and turning it into turning it into uh, what you had in your head. What was that like? Yeah, I would say that it was it was it was it was interesting. It was it was definitely interesting because you get to go from an idea, right, to a mock up to to plans to to you know blueprints to. You know, I, I spent hours at the film library um, going downtown of, you know, trying to get permits and make sure that, yeah. you know, the the, the, <laughs> the usage that, that right. I'm occupying the space in, in, a, in an orderly fashion. Yeah. That I'm not just, you know, turning something into, or you know, you could take. Yeah, the city doesn't make it easy. Yeah, if you're not compliance, if you're not compliance with, with the, the zoning, then it's over. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So... To go through this process, you know, it's like a, uh, it's like beta testing, right? You, you have your <laughs> your beginning of testing phase, and then you have your ending of testing phase, and then you have your launch. Exactly. So I got to really go through that, and so getting that experience, having different people come and help out at different parts of of your relationships or or, or in your life, um, and then actually having a launch, you know, actually having a launch and seeing everything come to fruition and, and seeing people look at the floor. There's people who came in for a year and just just look. There's a guy who came in who's been coming in. He's probably been in the store 10 times in, in, the, in the 14, 15 months we've been open. He's probably maybe even more. He just looked down at the floor like a week ago and was like, what? I what are you serious? I've nice. never noticed this. He was like, "When'd you guys do this?" I was like, "Uh, you know, a maybe while like, ago. you know, about a year and a half ago, maybe something like well, that." Well, I mean, you have so many amazing things to look at on yeah, the wall. It's true. pretty. He's he's. It's it's okay that if he didn't right, notice the right, floor, right. and it's a compliment. Right? Yeah. Um. So, so the shop is going, and then like, what's your first like? What what what? And I'm sure that you had goals of where you wanted to be like three and six months mm-hmm. after launch. Mm-hmm. 
did have you been able to meet those like do you is the shop where you envisioned that it would be a year ago yeah it's i would say i would say yes and no i will say yes in the sense that um the people know where we're at we're, we're doing actually good business the customers that we are um retaining and then you know consignment we offer consignment to people mm. so it's really a sneaker community that that is that is you know relying on us and and does business with us and so we are where we at where we want to be um for the moment or we're approaching where we want to be yeah but in a sense we're not where we want to be because the limitations of again going back to you know the the seattle um area right we don't get the recognition that we should get yeah we don't get a lot of Things that you would get in L.A., things that you would get in Chicago, things that you would get in, in New York, right. because these are A plus 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 markets, right? Yeah. So they're going to get samples. They're going they're going to get everything, right? I hear you. And so, being in Seattle, you we don't have not one tier zero account in Washington. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the whole, in the whole. Yes, to yeah. my understanding, there's not a there's not. A tier zero account. Those anywhere. are probably now. There's companies that have tier zero accounts, but they don't have locations in Washington that have yeah. tier zero accounts. So that's probably all California and New York. And yeah, yeah, Chicago. Chicago, all those different types of main fashion yeah. areas. Yes, they're they're they have tier zero accounts. Definitely. Well, when the uh, when the Jordan Twenty Three came out, they were only released in Chicago first, weren't they? Um, I I don't remember. I kind of fell off after like twenty one. <laughs> the last two, the twenty one, the red pair, um, that red suede pair. That was like that was probably the oh, is that the, the little bit higher one? Yeah, it's kind of high and and um, I, have I think the very white... first one was like gray and blue, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I have was, the white in the pair. first one, right? They're nice. Yeah, they're, they're nice. They're, they're nice. comfortable too. Yeah, and they cool. they have those pods that you can yes interchangeable. Out. Yes, those are yes. neat. Yes, the yeah, and actually, I uh, I got them just because I had to because I thought that I wanted all of them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some Jordans are better than others. Definitely, but uh, that shoe, that twenty three, is probably the heaviest shoe, right? That that ever ever made. It's like a steel toe. It's like as heavy as a steel toe shoe. Jordans in general are pretty uncomfortable. (laughs) If you're really gonna be real about it, exactly. There is the only one that I would say is comfortable. Would be the Elevens are comfortable. They're okay. Yeah, they're they're better than than others for sure. But none of them that you can say, oh, I'm you know nothing. Nothing boost level. Nah, not at all. Ultra boost, <laughs> hands down, is the most comfortable shoe in the game, period. It is. Yeah, yeah. And so, it is. And then I think second is probably between the NMDs and a, and a Yeezy, you know, one of those. Um, yeah. For, uh, for comfort, definitely. The uh, the 17, was the 17 the one that came in briefcase? its own suitcase? Yeah. Those are the worst are they? I those I those those should have never been made. Though I hate I mean, those. listen, I I liked them because the briefcase. Like when you were going to school and you had that briefcase as like a backpack, you know what I'm saying? You look like a businessman, yeah. you know? And so just the culture. Again, these days we get kids, we get kids that say, "Oh, I'm doing it for the culture." You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you just purchased a sneaker on an app. Yeah. 
That is not culture. No, because you're supposed to be helping your locals shop. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, culture is the people that you met while you were standing in line. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The 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 time that you had when those when that shoe when that shoe came out, you had it in a briefcase. I remember people fighting. You know what I'm saying? At school, I remember a specific fight in middle school, right? Or or in high school at the time. Yeah. Right. Just because he had the briefcase and he set it down and then he got in a fight. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's culture. The culture is is the time capsule that the, uh, that is, is is captured. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like the a, human a picture, interaction of it. If you take a picture, a picture's worth a thousand words, so they say. Exactly. So that picture, that, that still shot that you took of that time, it kind of just freezes, right? Yeah. And certain shoes will, will, will do that for you. For instance, right? Um, I'm walking down the street right and you can you just everybody anybody when you're walking down the street right you got your phone out you're listening to music you got your ear pods on you're in your own world you're not paying anybody any attention right right but when you see somebody with a nice pair of shoes you might give that person a compliment and be like hey man those yeah. shoes are dope oh yeah man i got these when when such and such and you know what i'm saying 1524 was on capitol hill and it, you know and now now we now we're engaging with one exactly. another exactly now we go from <laughs> we go from being complete strangers not not opening up not talking not you know we're walking by humans every single day don't know what they're going through what they're experiencing in life yeah. and we're just in our own zone right right Shoes will break the ice and start a conversation. Exactly. With some of the people that I've met in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some <laughs> of the closest friends right now that I have in life, I've met camping out in line. Right. For shoes. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, another person, I, I I met him walking by and giving him a compliment on his shoes. You know what I'm saying? Now we do great business together. Yeah. And so that came from a sneaker. That's culture. That's what the culture is. It, and, right. So it's, uh, it's in engaging. It's... Uh, Having more human interaction, mm-hmm. like if, if you're saying that the they're saying culture, but they're buying it on an app, right. the only culture they're giving is making tech companies more money, right? Because right. you know, Goat or whatever, these aren't. Uh, that's not a sneaker shop, right? That's a software company that just sells sneakers. And and, and no hate on 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 the apps because we we are working on yeah. an app, we're working on website, we're yeah. working on different things. But like there's that. something behind it. Exactly, though. it's founded exactly. on something real. Yeah, the reason why you went and purchased it. Yeah, should be more more so close. Yeah, no, I have. Uh, I mean, I drive my wife crazy because every time I I I'm I'm like that. If I see someone with some cool shoes, mm-hmm. well, first of all, if it's raining, I'll say. Why are you wearing those? It's raining. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, it's a level of respect that you got to give that person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like seeing a seeing a person seeing a, a person in a, a, a Ferrari yeah. in the rain. Right. You're like, yes, he's serious about that car. Like you, you, you can. Some people are going to buy it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Some people are wearing fakes. You know what I'm saying? You know. Some people are running around wearing fakes, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. And it's, like it's serious. It's like we have people come in from our store, right? And and they will come in with StockX tags, StockX receipts, and StockX all this. And and it's no hate on StockX. I'm not I'm not trying to downplay what they're doing because they they are selling mass amounts of shoes. Yeah. And when they first started off, they were doing a really good job. Right. They did a great job. Right. They but they got a, big really fast. Right. And so now now you go from making sure that you are the standard and everything's authentic to now, now it's it's about how many shoes can you authenticate in this amount of time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So if let's say they want you to authenticate 30 shoes um, an hour, 
you got two minutes per shoe. Yeah. So it's not even about making sure it's real now. Now it's, now it's production. About, yes. Now it's about production. And now supply. it's about pushing through, sh- pushing shoes through. And so, if, and it's a percentage. Yeah. So the more the more detailed you get, the more time you have, the more the percentage goes down of of, of how many uh, fakes are going to make it through. Yeah. But well, when it's just g- get it through, get it through, then then the <clears throat> the percentage of more fakes getting through is higher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And th- and that's what they're faced with. They're faced right. with um, just pushing numbers and making money. And that's what it's about for them. So you get people in the culture that'll buy a shoe and come bring it to a resale store and be like, hey, you know, I want to trade this in, man. Hey, I, I, I'm sorry to tell People would say all the time, oh, it's StockX verified. I got the tag. And it I'm doesn't just like, matter. that means nothing to yeah. a real sneakerhead. Well, weren't they Not even, uh, they were, uh, they were, they were bootlegging the, the StockX tag. Yeah, and there's that too. They're doing so, so, so there's some people that will really go, you know what I'm saying, and buy a fake tag. They'll and invest fa- fake. In, in doing that yes. to, to to just get to get through it. So Man. that's definitely a challenge for sneaker shops that do take um, uh, consignments and do resell is mm-hmm. making sure that everything is legit. Mm-hmm. Um, what has been your – so the – I watch – and I'm pretty sure that you've uh, – watch these two these urban necessity videos mm-hmm, where mm-hmm, you see mm-hmm. jc yeah, going kicks, yeah. going everywhere and then it's like yeah. i just bought 100k worth of shoes yeah like uh what's uh the, the, what are your plans for for grabbing inventory and getting inventory and and doing these uh these mega purchases well making sure that the shop can run on its own without you necessarily having to be there and be hands-on gotcha. being able to reproduce yourself in, in, in into a, like a, a manager right making sure that you guys have a, a vision because at the end of the day if i see things one way and then you see things a totally different way then i can't be in two places at once yeah so i can't entrust you gotcha. with, with my vision so yeah this, so it's uh you know, so that's the first. That, you know, that, that a year, would be my first step. A year is, is it's really not that long. It's not. It's uh, it probably went by in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, do you do you see making? Let's just say making content like that. Yes, where definitely. you're doing these things. Yes, definitely. It's like is that is that how a lot of? I guess that's. I'm I'm just curious. Like on the real business end, is that how cons, uh, resale shops get their stuff? Is by going to these. That these, is that uh, is probably one of the biggest ways of getting it of getting is by, by getting them from other people, yeah. not necessarily stores. Gotcha. You know, but if he, yeah, but that's that must like be, when you're buying in large amounts. That must so, be so, so. There's people who have collections, and you could buy them out, but that's one size. Right. You know what I'm saying? You need a variation of sizes. Gotcha. And so being able to know, okay, I'm going to, I'm buying this, knowing what works, knowing the market, because what works for Urban Necessities isn't going to work for Seattle. Yeah. Or, or isn't going to work for Soulmates. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not everything. Some stuff, yeah, no brainer. You know, the hype is, is in, you know. But there's classics that people will gravitate to way before they um, gravitate to some hype. You know, people come gotcha. looking for some black cement threes and... You know, there's just certain J's. Yeah, or the Air that. Force Ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> people really come and look for you. got Air Force Ones? That's yeah. crazy that you say that. <laughs> That's so right now, what's your, and then we'll hear, we'll we'll talk about the, uh, the, the true hype here for a second. Mm-hmm. What's the most expensive shoe you have right now? Um, let's see. The most expensive is probably, well, we have a sample. We have a, sa- a promo sample. Um, Chicago Off White One, which is is crazy. It's pretty expensive. Mm. Um, it's like double 
like the normal um, off-white Chicago. Um, we have, I mean, we have Yeezys. The Solar Reds are probably pretty expensive right now. Oh, the Chanel Pharrell Williams. Like, the, he did a collaboration with Chanel. He okay. did an NMD where it says Chanel on one foot and Pharrell on another. And they released, uh, I think it was 500 in, in, a, in a store in France. Wow. I can't think of the name right now. But, yeah, they only re- released 500 pair. And the size 11 is the most expensive one because size 11 was only released to friends or family. Every I'm envisioning size that being many, many, many yeah. zeros. On I mean, that the first one. pair that sold, <laughs> it sold online for 25K. Holy cow. Right. And so now there's people online selling it for less and selling it for this. So the, the price dropped as far as, um, you know, people, sometimes people just need money. And that's, a, that's another thing about, you know, about a stock X is the market may look like it changed for a shoe. Like the shoe just dropped drastically yeah. when it's just somebody going on there and accepting a, a bid for the low because they need some money and they, right. they need to pay a bill or whatever it may be. Yeah. When it's, that's not the true market for yeah. the shoe. Yeah. I mean, you would, uh, I mean, if you took an average, you would need to. Yes. Get that one off of the list because it yes. would be at the at yes. the bottom. So wow, that's that's pretty awesome. Um would you would you sell that shoe if someone comes in? Yeah, for sure I would. I mean it's my <laughs> personal one, but I, I would I would I would sell it. Be like, heck yeah, yeah I would. Yeah. We've had we've had a couple people come in and try to buy it, but they end up getting something else that's not not as expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's uh, you need a loan. <laughs> I know, right? Like you, you could get a car for that. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, a really nice car. It is, not yeah. a house in Seattle. Just, they should <laughs> ask you if you finance. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. We are we are gonna get into um Thirty days, same as cash. Um, some and lay- also, like and, some layaway or yeah, layaway. <laughs> we're, we're starting that um, in January, and also uh, a sneaker pawn shop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go, go into the details. Give that away. Cause yeah, that was uh, my next question. Was how does the like how would a sneaker pawn shop work? But I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I gotta keep, keep it, keeping it secret. Right, right. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time. Definitely. Um, I'm definitely gonna want to have you on more because I love sneakers and there's, yeah, there's always so much that we did not get into. I know. That we got it, to. It, I know. It, I'm on it, a time restraint. But... This could be for like a three hour conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> but let's uh, let's save it for for another visit. Um, I want to start doing like segments. I want to yes. start doing on the show like the. You know the sneaker segment, mm-hmm. and like I'm doing a, a segment now with uh, a model that I did uh, some some sh- portrait shoots for, mm-hmm. where we were just talking about how she dates. Right. So I've been doing a couple dating shows. Like okay. she gives okay. advice. Okay. So uh, here I'll tell you this story real quick. What made me laugh about her was that she said that she uses the dating apps almost every day. She's like, I'm on Tinder or whatever these are every day. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of gave her a little look. Mm-hmm. And then she 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 laughed and she's like, no, I'm not having sex with these guys right. uh, every day. Right. She said, sometimes I just don't want to make dinner or sometimes I don't want to go buy groceries. <laughs> she's cold. She's so cold. <laughs> she is cold. So every dude that I go on a date with from these apps, it's always dinner. Like some of them will say, let's meet up for coffee or for drinks. And I'll just say, no, I don't want that. I want you to take me out to dinner. Right. And that's what she does. So right. she uses but she got date. to get what she want. <laughs> hey, that's really what she she's uses doing. these, and she uses these apps to supplement her grocery bill, oh. and to not have to wash dishes or or to cook. Right. Which, I mean, that's uh, Genius, one of the benefits right. of being a girl. Because right. I don't think dudes can do. That. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I do not think so. You know, well, but I wouldn't you. know. I wouldn't yeah. Know. Thank you so much for stopping by. 
um, I want to, well, uh, let's plug you. Plug yourself. Okay, yeah. So, um, Soulmates um, 206 on all social media platforms, on Facebook, on um, Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat. Um, the address is 1422 Harvard Avenue, Seattle, Washington, 98122. We are right. Um, there's a QFC on the corner of Pike and Broadway. We're located on that top parking lot right across the street from, a, or right across the parking lot from Bartels. Yeah. Um, and we are open from 11 to 8, Monday through Thursday, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and closed on Sunday. Gotcha. Well, yeah, definitely everyone, if you're the Seattle area, go check out this shop because there's going to be a pair of shoes that you want. Whether it be a new, new pair that comes or out, used. or whether it be if you're a, a if you know if you're a Air Max fan mm-hmm. from back in the from back from 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you'll see that. And then uh, go buy that Chanel Pharrell. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, we got a lot of stuff. We got shoes that's is upward of over ten thousand, but yeah, we also we got shoes that's thirty bucks, twenty five bucks, fifty bucks, hundred bucks. But it's uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's collectible. We have some collectibles. We sell, you know, cause figures. We sell bear bricks. We sell skateboards, backpacks, all types of stuff. All uh, you know, name brand design yeah, we and everything. We didn't talk about my other. I was super, super into Supreme for about oh, a yeah, year. Yeah, I have Supreme a, sure. I have a nice Supreme shirt collection. Okay, but that was like thirty pounds ago. <laughs> okay we'll get into that in the next episode so thanks everyone for listening don't forget to subscribe to us on itunes spotify our heart radio and stitcher and our sponsors cz media for headshots or a website or uh item and business shoots and also rancho bravo tacos they're close to you okay they're uh they're a sponsor of the show uh right now they have a promotion going on for the holidays to get some tamales okay. uh, a dozen for 20 bucks i believe so go and follow them and uh, and I if want- you're listening to this we'll give you 10 percent off any customers that come in from cz media uh, hearing this Ooh, podcast perfect. we're gonna give you 10 percent. is off. it okay if i put that in the show notes yeah let's do it all right well thank you so much again i'm super happy and uh, i look forward to having more conversations with you no doubt